0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Douglas Limpact, our community podcast, and we're coming at you this week with a great show with a lot of information and an awesome special guest. So let's go ahead and jump in and introduce everybody on the screen. Joining us again on this episode is our city webmaster, Mr. Chris Dixon. Uh, joining us is our new community outreach coordinator, Ms. Emily Hardaway.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: And joining us uh, for the first time as a guest on the podcast is our new Douglas County School System Police Chief, Tracy Whaley. Did I get that right? You did. Hello. That, that's the official title? Yes. <laughs> awesome. So you're going to tell us all about you and all about the the the, the, the school system's new uh, police force and stuff that you guys are rolling out. So that'll be awesome to talk about. Awesome. That's all right. Well, let's uh, jump into some news and events and see what all we got going. And who wants to start? Uh, Chris, you want to start with us since you're in the
2: upper corner here sure yeah absolutely all right we're we're going to start i'm going to do news and we'll start with the oldest news first but uh, still some really really big news and that really big news is coming to douglasville that was really exciting yes they're going to build a new whole complex here that is called east us3 is the data center and uh so we're glad to have microsoft here and of course the mayor was very welcoming and said that she's looking very forward to them being a good community partner here in douglasville so welcome microsoft
0: that's awesome yeah as they as they join our kind of our cloud community community down there in the cloud corridor we've got a bunch of them down there uh, you know these these kind of server farms but it's nice to have one that everybody has heard of
1: yeah for sure <laughs>
0: so it's 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 nice to put a name you know with with the establishment so everybody everybody's heard of Microsoft so that was that was nice that was a big one so yeah we'll it'd be awesome to have them great community partners as well so we'll see what all they, they do so.
2: absolutely then we have um, keep Douglasville beautiful back on <coughs> Arbor Day which was a week or so ago I guess they did a tree planting at the Mill Village Community Gardens And um, they planted a couple of fruit trees. Um, Let's see what it was that they planted. (laughs) Uh, Well, it doesn't say there, but it was a couple of some fruit trees, and that was going to be part of the Atlanta Local Food Initiative. Right. And that's to uh, combat the um, food desert. Food Mm -hmm. Food deserts. Yeah. Yeah. So we're glad to have that. It's looking nice so over there at the
0: community garden, right? They did the fence for MLK Day and now they do, have oh done yeah. the tree mm-hmm. plantings and stuff. So yeah, it's community gardens come really coming along over there.
1: Yeah. It's, it's exciting to see it expand for sure. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. see all the things that they're bringing definitely. Yeah.
2: And then cool. with Mill the Village the park just uh, newly renovated oh, and right, right around the corner. That's An awesome park nice now. as well. Yeah. All right, and then here's another thing going on at Mill Village Community Garden. We had uh, a blessing box set up there with, um, the group was called Live Life with Purpose International. And they set this blessing box up. It's kind of like a lending library box where you place food in there when you have surplus. And if you need food, you take food out of there. So um uh, keep ducksville beautiful just basically acts as the host for that at their community garden yeah. but of course that's a wonderful thing to have in the community and we are very thankful for that
0: yeah it's an awesome looking little box yeah it looks like the mm-hmm. little lending library boxes with all the books you see all around town now and stuff but yeah this one's got uh, bottled water you know, non-perishable food, things like that. So if there's anybody in need, it's just there and available. But it's also an opportunity if you've got, uh, you know, if you want to donate, you know, you just find it and fill it. Of course, it. Non-
2: non-perishable things. Non-perishable but, um, items. Right, right. But right, right. There's oh, yeah, lots nice, of stuff that meets that yeah. criteria, so. Yeah, that was really cool. That was. yeah. yeah. And then we also have the city of Douglasville Summer Internship Program coming up, and you can uh, find all that information on our website um, as to how you can apply for those. There's uh, openings in the finance department and the best overall community relations department. We're not biased. No, not at all. Uh, parks and <laughs> Recreation, Community Development, Engineering, Human Resources, and Public Services are all areas that are going to have interns here at the city of <laughs> Douglasville this summer. So, Nice. It's a great way for some recent graduates to get some good work experience. Absolutely. Or almost graduates, I guess, right? They're, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. And that's it for my news. I think uh, Emily has a couple of things. All right. Cool. All right, Emily, what you got?
1: Yes. Welcome, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, Yeah. So I have a couple of exciting things to talk about. Um, The first thing. So I don't know if everybody has seen, but the Cobb Douglas uh, public health has opened a mass vaccine vaccine center um, at the Sears at Arbor Place Mall. And so it's basically a drive-through mass uh, vaccine site. Um, and basically, you know, they're hoping that they can do vaccinate between 800 to 1,000 people a day, which is great and exciting news. Um, and so the site uses the Moderna vaccine. So to get more Um, information on if you're eligible and signing up for appointments and things like that Um, you can just go to the Cobb Douglas uh, County Public Health website and you can check it out and if you're eligible you can sign up and do all that fun
2: stuff so there's also a link on our website to that as well
0: yeah there you go it's nice that they were able to set up this kind of drive-through, and it's great that the mall is offering up the space, you know, to make it available for the public for them to set up this drive-through so uh, they yeah. can get people through really quick. Uh, so I guess at this point, they're just limited by the number of vaccines they can get on hand, Right. Um, so which is good because I think they're also starting next week, they're expanding uh, that eligibility requirement expands, I think, starting next week to um, yes teachers, actually, right?
1: yes yeah i think that's right yeah so uh,
0: yeah so like the k-12 through 12, you know teachers and stuff will be eligible in that next in that next phase of eligibility so when that opens up um and now you, you also have a place uh, on the website where you can go and find out if you're not eligible now you can sign up for alerts when you are eligible right
2: absolutely yes that's right
1: yeah and so there's actually a new website uh that was created by Governor Kemp's office called Mm -hmm. myvaccinegeorgia.com. And so if you're not eligible yet, you can uh, register to get updates on when new eligibility uh, comes out, things like that. You can also, if you are eligible, you can go ahead and pre-register. the vaccine and they will send you an email or updates as appointments become available and that kind of thing so that's another exciting thing related to the vaccine that um that everybody should be aware of for sure
0: that's super nice because i think we've learned over the past year just dealing with COVID in general and the testing and the constantly changing guidelines and requirements and and eligibility for for even the testing and stuff uh, that it's always changing. So having one place you can go and just sign up and say, all right, just send me a notification when I'm eligible. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It it makes it easy. It makes it it simple and easy. Tell me when I can come. Exactly. (laughs) You, you just let me know and I'll be there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Myvaccinegeorgia.com. Is that correct?
1: Myvaccinegeorgia.com. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so some very exciting, uh, vaccination related news. So that's great. Um, we do have, uh, an event coming up on April 24th. It's the DEA pill take back day at the police department. Um, so <clears throat> basically no questions asked, no forms, no ID required, um, basically just you just come to the police uh, public safety off fairburn road uh, building and you drop off any pills that are left over expired anything like that um yeah they will not be able to take sharps or inhalers at the event yeah. but anything else uh like pills or anything like that they will take so. Sometimes they
0: do. Just depends on what their setup is event because they do these. Uh, it feels like once or twice a year um they do yeah. it. It's kind of in partnership with the DEA, um you know. So agencies all over will will kind of have these DA pill backs But they're they're important because those old and expired drugs uh, they they eventually work their way to the hands of kids, children, right. or who knows? You know, if they're once they leave your medicine box, if you just throw them away they end up somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Where they should be they end up in the wrong place and in the wrong hands. And uh, you end up with kids accidentally, you know, taking something wrong and whatnot. So this is just a way, you know, if you've got old expired stuff or just stuff that, you know, you're not taking anymore, this is a good way to just clear out your medicine cabinet and do it safe and to make sure everybody in your family is still safe. Cause it's not just, you know, random drugs sitting around
1: <laughs> right yes exactly you know, pres-
0: prescription drugs and things like that can can do a lot of harm for the, in the for the wrong person you know so yes. this is a great option just to go and get rid of them cleanly safely and dispose of, of it in the way it should be so
1: exactly yes. yeah um and so the last thing i have it's very exciting very exciting announcements Ooh. um as you all know we recently wrapped up our keep Douglasville beautiful mascot naming contest and correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) but I believe now is the time to announce the winner.
0: Yeah. The newest uh, KDB board member.
1: (laughs) Yes. The official mascot for KDB (laughs) keep Douglasville beautiful beautiful. um, is Bo Deville. Short for Douglasville, so (laughs) Bo Deville.
0: Bo Deville. So
1: there you go. So no, no relation. No relation. (sighs) No, no.
0: Copyright doesn't allow us to even say that name.
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) But we are so excited to welcome Bo to the Douglasville family, and so you can expect to start seeing Bo pop up um, everywhere everywhere <laughs> and i'm very excited because he is such a cute little fox, cute little fox. so yes so fox. so congratulations to you Bo. we are excited to have you here at the city of douglasville yeah.
0: you'll start seeing Bo pop up all over the place over on our website and, uh, social media with some tips and tricks on how to you know reduce waste and uh you know reuse and reduce and recycle and all those good things so he's going to have a lot of good tips and stuff I'm uh, really pushing our keep Douglasville beautiful you know yes ideas so yeah that'd be awesome
1: very <laughs> Is exciting that all your fun
0: news yes <laughs> all that's
1: right. all the news I had for today
0: all right well that wraps up all of our news section then and that's going to bring us to uh Mr. Whaley and uh all right so chief tracy whaley is the first police chief for a newly established douglas county school system police force right is that is that yes. <laughs> make sure i'm getting all the terminology right
3: yes you're right
0: <laughs> so uh tell us let's just start off tell us a little bit about you tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up here
3: well i am a georgia native i was born and raised in covington georgia i'm graduate yeah, of savannah state university down in savannah um I started in law enforcement at with the Atlanta Police Department a long time ago, just before the Olympics. And I stayed there for about 10 and a half years, and then I retired early. I spent a couple of years in corporate America. Um, and then I came back to law enforcement uh, and worked with another metro area school district as a resource officer because that allowed me to you know, be a family man, to be a husband and a father, and to see my kids every evening and things like that. And I, and I stuck with a school resource officer working in the schools uh, because it was it was better for my family. But also it helped. It allowed me the opportunity to help people. To to be to make a difference. And just prior to coming here to Douglasville, I worked with Clayton County Schools. So just being able to engage on the school level is it is pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: And, and those school resource officers are an awesome asset for a school to have, you know, just not necessarily, there's always bad things happening and they need an officer on site, but just as that kind of uh, role model, uh, mm-hmm. just to be able to see an officer that they can relate to and an officer that is not, you know, you know, busting them for something, you know, that's mm-hmm. just there in their everyday life that they can kind of connect with and stuff. So, so tell us a little bit about, uh, this is, this is a new, uh, Force that, that has been established by the school system. So tell us a little bit about that. What what the thought process was there, and what you guys have built um, for this new school system force.
3: Well, it started uh, with the the board of education um, uh, making a resolution on February the third of last year to create a police department. And after that, they went through a process of of hiring uh, myself, and it was a long process because COVID hit. Right in the middle of that, you know, March 13th of oh, wow. last year changed everything for mm-hmm. everyone. But in the midst of that, the board had already committed to starting the police department, and the board and the superintendent, Mr. Trent North, um, saw fit to continue with that. Um, and then they they hired me back in May 7th of last year. So it started with me being hired, but then after that, we had to go about the process of finding and hiring a group of what I think are the best school resource officers in the state. And I mean, I think I've got a a great group of people, 26 um, SROs and then supervisors included, it makes a total of 30 and then myself. So we've got people who have um, worked in the area, people who live in the area, who decided that they wanted to do the same thing I, I made a decision to do several years ago, which is to be a part of the school system as part of the solution and part of the process to help students. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. So, so do you
3: guys have uh, officers dedicated to
0: specific schools or we do. Do you rotate around
3: or we do we have officers assigned to the high schools, the middle schools, and we have officers assigned uh, to most elementary schools and every elementary school is engaged by an SRO every day. Nice, nice. So they're there and they're that present. They're
0: that consistent presence. I remember when I was in school, there was it was the same officer that was at our school. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his real name. It, <laughs> his, his name was Smurf.
3: <laughs> Everybody
0: called him Smurf. Mm-hmm. That was his name. Uh, but he was there every day. So he got to know the kids. Kid got to know him. Mm-hmm. There was a relationship there which helped because, you know, a lot of times all kids see is it, it's it's. A lot of times law enforcement is an us versus them kind of mentality, you know, so it's great when you can build those relationships where you kids see an officer on a regular basis and and realize, hey, that's just a normal guy uh, that that we can relate to and connect with. Uh, So it's it's nice to have that in the the kids lives. Right. And then if something doesn't go down, you're also there.
3: Yeah. It gives us a chance to write the narrative. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. what you alluded to is that most people only engage with the police at the worst time in their life. Um, mm-hmm. every, if you get pulled over, I don't care if you get pulled over three times, four times, five times, it's still the worst time in your life. Um, if there's an incident in your community, if there's an incident in your home, if there's an incident <coughs> in your family, that is the worst time of your life. We call that a crisis. That's typically when people see police officers. But our model, we wanted the police officers to engage the students every day. So the students know, just as you said, this person is a real person. Now I'll give you guys one guess as to what, when I was a school resource officer, resource officer in schools, what my nickname was, that's just one guess you get. <laughs> <laughs> but that meant that they had a relationship with me. And yeah, I tell right. you what I, what I found out is that a lot of kids were willing to talk to me when they wouldn't talk to other staff members. A lot of kids are willing to talk to the SROs that are in our schools here in Douglas County when they're not willing to talk to other staff members. And that's the key. We're here to help. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's great. And that fits right in with Chief Sparks and Sheriff Pounds' philosophies of one with the community as well.
3: And I tell you, as part of the process, and I give credit to the superintendent and to the board, as part of the process, they engaged with the sheriff and they engaged with Chief Sparks so much so that the two of them interviewed me as part of the process. And they had to sign off on me being hired into this position. And while we sat there and we spoke during that, that, that time, we got to know each other, but I also promised them that we would partner together. And that's why you were able to see us all together at the, uh, the day of unity there because we're all part of the community. We have different assignments, but we're all here for Douglas County, for Douglasville, for our families that we serve. Yeah, and
0: that's awesome. And, and, and we have, we have a, a couple of forces in the, in the community that work together so well, the police force and the sheriff's department, they work together so well, it's not always been the case um we're at a time in our community where they get along and they they coordinate so well together, um, and they're able to serve the community together. Uh, so it's it's great and that makes their jobs so much easier mm-hmm. when that's the case. Uh, and, and again, their mission, you know together, um, they're kind of uh you know, they've both agreed that their mission is to connect with the community that 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 community-based policing uh, to where it's not, the only inter- interaction you're having with me is when I'm pulling you over. Uh, the police yep. chief, you know, he's specific. He wants you out in the community. He wants you out of your car. He wants you walking around, meeting people, shaking hands, you know, you know, getting to know people in the community. So when there's a need, you know, they don't have a problem coming and coming to you, you know, it's not just during those bad times. So you guys get to take that to the next level and actually start it earlier. So we've got all these programs, uh, the DCOP program, which is the, the Douglasville Community Outreach Program, where the chief takes officers into communities mm-hmm. and into neighborhoods, and they go door to door, and they, they do meet and greets, just trying to put names and faces with the officers to break down that stigma of, you know, us versus them. Mm-hmm. You guys are able to start that. At the younger age which is also helpful because now you're not you don't have kids who are growing up with that mentality yes So you guys are like on the front line getting them while they're young just to and and, and introducing the idea that you know what we're servants here to help and keep people safe and to help people you know uh, so that's 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 great and it's good it's important that you guys are all three as organizations now working together with that same kind of mission and, and goal in mind so
3: it's a great thing for our community, I think, all around. So, yeah, I definitely. think so. And you, you, you said the perfect word. You said servants, but that means that we're here to serve. We're here to work on behalf of the people in the community, because yeah. without the community, without the students, we are not an entity. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then you're dealing, so you're dealing with some special things right now with COVID, because mm-hmm. uh, you got schools that are, you know, dealing with, you know, whether to be in person and whether to be virtual, and, and which ones are, uh, you know, hybrids and things like that. So you have some special challenges yes. <laughs> specific yes. to the world that we currently live in. Uh, so uh, is there anything like that that you've had to deal with that's, that's made it difficult just trying to start everything out and and then having to deal with the the weird COVID world that we live in at right now?
3: Yes, because when we started, it was in the midst of COVID. And if you remember, those were the times when none of us knew what to do. We didn't know what we could touch. We didn't know what we couldn't touch. We didn't know where we could go. We didn't know whether to wear a mask, not to wear a mask. And then we, we learned to wear masks. And now, you know, we're at the point where we have the vaccine. We started in, in the midst of of all of that. Yeah. But I think it speaks to the resiliency and the determination of, the people who chose to come and work with us, as well as the people who chose us to say that we're going to do this because we want to go forward engaging uh, at, as servants like we're supposed to. So it was tough in the beginning, and it, there are some challenges. There are different challenges that come up because of COVID every day. But you kind yeah. of learn to roll with the punches and, and to keep moving. Absolutely.
0: So so did you guys, were you guys established at the beginning of the school year?
3: Yes, we um, all of the uh, SROs were hired by July 15th, and we had our, you know, we, we had summer graduations at stadiums on July 21st and 22nd, and then when school started in August, we were all in place.
0: Nice, nice. So you've had an interesting first year, because it's been a weird first year for everyone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very much so, very so- much
0: so. We're actually, so we're, I guess we're technically approaching the end of your first year then. So uh, any, any insights over your first year, uh, anything, any big takeaways that you've learned or, or anything over the first year that you think, you know what, this is, this is something we've had to deal with. Maybe next year we'll, we'll do something a little different or anything.
3: We're, we're just looking forward to, with the vaccine coming out, just like everybody, with the vaccines coming and, and now we understand better what we're dealing with, getting back to something closer to normal. Oh, to where yes. we can oh, yeah. Be friends again. Like, I like you guys, but I'd love to be in person. We yes. Love yeah. In person and uh-huh. engage with people and not just the screen. That's really Absolutely. what we're looking forward to. And I, And one thing I know is I know that our students are looking forward to that. They're looking forward to an opportunity to see their friends and to be friendly. So we're yeah. looking forward to an opportunity to give them a chance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent.
0: Well, it's awesome that I uh, think it's great that you guys are there and the job that you guys are doing. I'm glad I'm glad they found you uh, uh-huh. <laughs> to fill that position. Uh, it sounds like you found somebody who's got the same mindset as uh, the rest of our, our public safety community and really you know engaging and connecting with the community so that is awesome. Uh, is there anything else that you want to leave us with or tell people about about you know the school resource officers or, or what you guys might be doing before we start to wrap up?
3: yeah um i want to let everyone know that we're we're more than just police officers we are we're a resource um we're there to engage along with the school staff to be part of a solution that helps kids have a safe and nurturing environment but i also want to highlight some things that we've done um the officers took it upon themselves to pick up the shop with a cop program mm-hmm. it wasn't um it wasn't funded this year because COVID changed so many things. So they, they went about the task of engaging community members to donate the funds so that we could have the shop of the cop program with those same officers took it upon themselves to put together approximately 80 Thanksgiving meals to give to families in our community. And that just, that goes to show that we're here to serve. We're here to be part of the community and community and to do what we can to help the community continue on. I mean, I think that Douglasville, Douglas County as a whole is a great community. And we just want to make sure that we're doing our part to help it continue. Absolutely.
0: That's great. And it's great to be able to start with the kids. Uh, you know, you're you're impacting the kids, you're impacting the whole family by doing that. And, and that's that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh We just thank you uh, for for doing what you're doing. We thank you for the work and the service that you are doing, impacting the kids in our community and the families in our community. Um, And if there's anything we can do to help, always let us know. Uh, We do appreciate you. Uh, Unless there's anything else you guys want to close with? I'm
1: good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us.
3: Awesome. Thank Thank you you guys uh, for having me. Yeah. And have a great day. All right. Well, thank everybody
0: for listening, for watching and tuning in. And uh, thank you, uh, Chris. Thank you, Emily. Uh, thank you, Chief Whaley, for all you guys are doing. Uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate you. Uh, and we will see you guys next time on Douglas Impact. Everyone have a good week.
1: Bye.